Bernard Jobud from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Georgia Update from the 10th of February, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. First few weeks, the opposition party National Movement, or Natsebi, has made a number of changes, such as Nika Melia stepping down from his position as chair of the party's political council in January. There's speculation that a conflict has been growing within the party, especially after a video of Melia criticizing Misha Saakashvili was broadcast on the pro-government channel Imedi TV. In the video, Melia disapproves of Misha's return to Georgia and criticized the Natsebi party for not winning the October local elections. On Sunday the 6th, Melia made a Facebook post addressing the video. He stated that he indeed was against Misha's return to Georgia. According to him, the opposition needs to improve their work in order to win the battle against Utsneba. Speaking of Misha, on Wednesday the 9th, his trial was held in Tbilisi City Court. Misha's supporters gathered in the courtyard and demanded his release from prison. In his speech addressing the court, Misha spoke about the expensive houses of Otsneva's high-ranking officials, including prosecutors, and even presented photographic evidence of his claims. The judge pointed out that accusing these officials of treason was intolerable, very reminiscent of the famous Mother-in-Law Hill walking press conference of 2003 before the Rose Revolution. Taco Charkviani, leader of the Law and Justice Opposition Party who attended the hearing, responded to the judge's statement. She said, quote, the corrupt prosecutor is a traitor. What else is he? End quote. Judge decided to expel her from the courtroom. On the same day, Levan Davitashvili, Minister of Environment and Protection and Agriculture, replaced Natya Turnava as Minister of Economy and Sustainable Development. Turnava did not give the exact reason for her stepping down from the position, but mentioned that she would like to move to another field. Davitashvili had served as the Minister of Environmental Protection and Agriculture since 2017. As Davitashvili's previous post became vacant, his former deputy Otar Shamugia was appointed as the new minister. Shamugia has held the deputy post since 2020 at the ministry. Prior to that, he served as a deputy director in the Rural Development Agency. On Monday the 7th, Prime Minister Irakli Karibashvili presented his candidates for the two new agencies to Parliament. Carlo Katsitadze and Emzar Gagnidze are candidates for the head of the Special Investigation Services, and Leila Janashvili and Tamar Alpaidze will compete for the position of head of the Personal Data Protection Service. At the end of December, Otsneba decided to dissolve the State Inspector Service because they didn't control it. They replaced it with these two new agencies, as we've reported. On Monday the 7th, Parliamentary Committee approved the dismissal of four members of Parliament, Elena Khoshtaria, Badri Japaridze, Shalva Natelashvili, and Kaha Kuchava. Why? Opposition members Elena and Shalva did not attend any of the autumn parliamentary sessions because they were boycotting the legislatures. Lelo leader Badri was dismissed because he was found guilty of fraud by the Tbilisi city court in January. Kachakuchava resigned as parliament speaker at the end of December. On Friday the 4th, U.S. Embassy to Georgia donated equipment worth over 1.2 million U.S. dollars that can detect weapons of mass destruction to the Ministries of Defense and Internal Affairs. The donation is part of a multi-year program to support Georgia in building resilience and security. The program is led by the U.S. Defense Threat Reduction Agency. Now, some COVID news. The daily average of confirmed cases remains over 24,000. Reinfection cases have also increased. In January, about 60,000 were detected. 
conference about immunization are held in villages with low vaccination rates as part of a vaccination promotion campaign. A campaign aims to get individuals age 50 and over vaccinated. It'll be enforced until the end of the month. Citizens above the age of 50 will get 200 lottie, about 60 U.S. dollars, after receiving the first dose of the vaccine, and 100 lottie, about 30 U.S. dollars, for getting a booster shot. About 700 schools across Georgia have fully moved to online learning. According to the head of the National Center for Disease Control, Amidan Gamkhelidze, in order to stop the pandemic in the country, the National Vaccination Plan should aim to vaccinate 70% of the country's population by midsummer. Also this week, health authorities started discussing shortening the COVID self-isolation period to five days. Despite the government's efforts, the vaccination rate in Georgia remains low. The survey Conducted in December 2021, 42% of people who responded said they would not get vaccinated. However, the data blog by Open Caucus's media, 59% of Georgians say they would not vaccinate their children. Data indicates a number of differences between those willing to and those not willing to vaccinate their children. For example, individuals with higher education are 1.3 times more likely to vaccinate their children than those with lower education. Want to know more? Link in the show notes. Saturday the 5th, a fire broke out in the forest of Shilda Village. Multiple firefighting brigades as well as volunteers extinguished the fire. Fortunately, no one was injured. Two days later, on Monday the 7th, another fire broke out in Tbilisi in Eliava Market. The fire affected about 1,500 square meters of the market's warehouse area. On a positive note, Tuesday the 8th, Missouri-based Webster University opened a branch in Georgia. Students will now be able to get a U.S.-credited diploma without leaving the country. University offers a bachelor's and master's program and will start enrolling students this year. It has campuses in approximately 50 locations around the world. Students enrolled in the Georgian branch will have the opportunity to spend a semester in one of the campuses of their choice. On Monday the 7th, a new ski lift started operating in Mestia. It is the fastest lift in the entire Caucasus region. Continuing with sports, on Tuesday the 8th, free ride world qualifiers, FWQ, kicked off in Svaneti. From the 8th to the 12th of February, the event will involve multiple competitions, both for local and international participants. This is the first time Georgia hosts the FWQ. On Friday the 4th, the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics Games started. This year, a record number of nine Georgian athletes will participate in the Games. If you've been to Samagrelo, you probably visited the Dadiani Palace in Zubidi. On Saturday the 5th, the bronze monument Kolkhisha Nana was stolen from the palace's yard. Interior Ministry has launched an investigation. Great news for video game lovers. On Tuesday the 8th, the trailer of the Deed Gori Battle, a computer game, was presented. It's the first ever Georgian computer game financed by the state. will launch in May of this year. Computer Game won the competition announced by the Ministry of Culture back in 2021, which entailed the creation of a computer game that promoted Georgian culture, history, and mythology. We look forward to reports from listeners about how mythologized the history is since it's about the Battle of Didgori. Please tell us, since we're too busy keeping you informed, to play computer games. Royal District Theater is launching a new contemporary ballet show, The Bach Project One, directed by Mariam Alexidze. The ballet will premiere on the 18th of February and will consist of a series of contemporary ballets staged to Bach's music. 
link in the show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We'll paraphrase Miranda Priestley from Devil Wears Prada ads in podcasts. Groundbreaking. Tell your friends about us so that we don't have to include ads in the updates. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com or follow us on Twitter at Rorschach Georgia. Nach